0: My name is Charles Simpson Sr. and this is The Biblical Worldview, where my goal is to speak to current events from a biblical perspective, all for the glory of God alone. Let's get into it. So when Kobe passed on January the 26th, I recorded this message the day after on that Monday because I saw the outpour of so many people that respected him and and revered him. Um, But the fact is, his life is fleeting. He was only 41 years old, and he did so much here. But even Hebrews uh, 9.27 says, we all die once and have to stand judgment. So it wasn't a matter of taking away from Kobe and, you know, doing you know taking away from what, what he did do. But at the end of the day, we have to be serious about what happens after we take our last breath. And that's what I wanted to record in this video. So definitely check it out. Let me know what you think on social media. Until the next one. At the time of recording this, it's been less than 24 hours since the untimely death of Kobe Bryant, his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna, and all those lives lost within that helicopter. And all I could do is reflect, as soon as I saw that, that notice come across saying that Kobe had passed, all I can look at was the glory of God. And I look at it like God, every day is not promised. He was 41 years old and his daughter was 13. And the other people that were on that that helicopter, I'm pretty sure they were also young in age. But that's the thing. We take a lot of things for granted. So many things that God shows us and and uses to reach us and convict our hearts, we just look at it for what it is and keep going about our business. But I hope this is a message that resonates to say, look, no one's promised tomorrow. Every new day that we see, every breath that we take with every word that we say is His mercy giving us yet just a couple more seconds a couple more minutes hours days whatever it may be to turn to him because there are many that don't have a without christ there is no promise of salvation or everlasting life why do you think so many people on their deathbed they're terrified because at the end of the day psalms 14:1 says that only the fool says in his heart there is no god we all know God's existence. The problem is most people will be upset because they just don't agree with how God is running his universe. Nobody can say that there's no divine creation. Nobody. There's no such thing as an atheist. To me, when I look at an atheist, I look at that the five-year-old child. That's what the atheist is. They're just plugging their ears, pretending like nothing exists around them. Now maybe you don't know who God is, that's fine at the end of the day, your heart needs to be in a place where I need to not be rebellious. If there is a divine creator, listen with the heart to say, what does that creator want for me? And then go from there. And at the end of the day, there's no religion. And religion is nothing but the, the structure around the beliefs. So Christianity is the religion. To be in Christ, believing that He is fully God, fully man, Redeemer and Savior of the world. Only through Him that we have everlasting life. That our heart is changed. At that point, our works are what makes or what what makes up Christianity. Okay. But I say all this to say that nobody knows what tomorrow may bring. You may take your last breath right now, but are you ready for what comes next? Hebrews 9.27 says, and this, this, is, this is the get back at a lot of the Asian, the Eastern, of uh, Asian religions. Buddhism and, and uh, Hinduism, they believe in reincarnation. They believe that, oh, I may come back as a llama, a, a, a bear, a lion. Where is that founded in? <laughs> so if, if that's the truth, then why on people's deathbeds are they terrified? Because if, if that to be true Then that means on my deathbed Oh cool I, I think I've done good I may come back as a lion next time Awesome But how do we know that? Because if we go from a human To an animal Who's telling people This all of this So I don't want to get too deep into that But the fact is is Hebrews 9.27 says And just as it's appointed for man to die once After that comes judgment That is why people are terrified on their deathbed Because they know when they take their last breath Judgment will come their way That conviction and confirmation on our hearts Of wickedness And and righteousness or disobedience And obedience That is how we know God is true And people on their deathbed They realize I have no promise for salvation I'm guilty and I'm going to face judgment I don't know what that judgment is going to look like But I know because I've done wrong I am going to face something I'm going to face something when I close my eyes And I'm terrified That's why people on their deathbed, they're scared and rightfully so, because we deserve that judgment that comes our way when we live disobediently according to God's word. So I say all this to say, <laughs> each day is not promised. And my heart goes with his his, his wife, Vanessa, and the, and the rest of the family, and all those families that lost loved ones. I don't want to discredit any of the other families. Back in the day, folks, either God is real or he's not. There's no middle ground. There is no subjective truth. There's no, well, Christianity is your belief. I'm a, I'm a Buddhist. I'm a Hindu. I'm a this. That can't be true. Because if I'm saying this is what happened after everlasting life, that's going to happen after... They're saying this is going to happen after uh, life. This is what you're saying. This is going to happen after life. Somebody has to be lying. One person can be true. Truth is not subjective. This is why... Because people have let, allowed truth to be subjective, that's why we have people saying there's 100 genders. We have people saying that I'm a girl or I'm a boy when they're the opposite. So either the truth is true or it's not. And that's the thing we have to be real about. Except Kobe was 41 years old. I mean, 41 years old. Very young. Had Years ahead. His daughter was 13. Like I guess I don't know all the details of everybody else, but daughter was 13. She had a whole life ahead of her. Nothing is promised tomorrow. So the fact is, is we have to be serious about who God is and what is he expecting from us? Either we have to just question, even the thing, the best way to start it is just even ponder on what happens after, uh, uh, do you believe in eternity? Do you believe in that question? You have to ask yourself that question. Even before you get into the scriptures, ask yourself, do you believe in eternity? What happens after we die? Because the thing is, is that There's many different understandings, but the Bible is the only one that makes sense according to what we experience um, as as humans. So this is just the truth that we have to give. Um, This is a hard time. Let's continue to pray for those that are believers. Pray for, for God's will and purpose over the situation to be made evident. Make that the first prayer. Because God can use this to reach anyone. Yes, it's tragic. Yes, it's sad. But at the end of the day, God will be glorified in all that happens and takes place. Um, and we don't understand it. We don't. Some things we don't even agree with. <laughs> agree with. But at the end of the day, God is sovereign. He is in control of everything. And if we truly, truly are in Him and dwell with the Spirit, then we trust everything that He's doing is for our good and His glory alone. So pray for his family. Pray for all those that are lost in this one. But also don't allow uh, another day to go by without you at least questioning what would happen to me after I take my last breath. Do I believe that something happens after that? What do I believe? Just ask yourself these questions. Stop pretending to be an ostrich with your head in the sand and saying, I don't believe it. That's what the atheist does. The atheist remember remember, that little kid that, I don't believe in your phony sky God. Because at the end of the day, that's, Just foolish. No one can deny God's creation. The building had a creator. Your car had a creator. Paintings have painters. Nothing just comes out of thin air. Absolutely not. And I understand if you don't agree with it. But at the end of the day, for you to say that, well, I don't believe that book. But then turn around and believe Darwinism and believe all this stuff that is also in a book that has no foundings of proof. It continues to evolve and change because it's not consistent. Come on, people. He puts conviction and confirmation on our hearts. I pray that he convicts your heart to say, God, what would happen if I was in that situation? What would happen if I am sitting there thinking about going about my day, even as I'm driving to work and then I get T-boned and, and I'm taking my last breath? Am I ready? Because I can tell you I'm ready. And it's only because God changed my heart, unworthy of his unworthy of his forgiveness, unworthy of his mercy and grace. But I'm ready. If I take my last breath, glory to God, because I will be with my Lord in heaven. And that day I look forward to. Do you have that promise? Christianity is not about our works. A lot of people do that. They say, I'm born again because I I went in the water. I go to church. I just do this good and I do that. God will say, Lord, you say, Lord, Lord, I did these things. But God will say, depart from me, workers of iniquity. I never knew you. Because at the end of the day, it was all about what you can do justifying yourself. And it's not the blood of Christ shed for this world on Calvary that did, already did for us. Have faith and trust in what he's done. Not by our own works. It's only by grace through faith in Christ Jesus alone that we are saved. And I'm going to leave this as my last point. But to those professing Christians that are not warning the lost of what's coming I'm gonna leave you at Ezekiel 3rd chapter 18th through 19th verse. This is the Lord speaking, God's word speaking through this. If I say to the wicked man, you will surely die, but you do not warn him or speak out to warn him from his wicked way to save his life. That wicked man will die in his iniquity and I will hold you responsible for his blood. But if you warn the wicked man and he does not turn from his wickedness and his wicked way, he will die in his iniquity. But you will have saved yourself. If we know the truth, John 14, 6, it's impossible to live a lie. We have to warn those that are heading to hell about the truth of Christ Jesus. It's not saying we're worthy of anything. I am unworthy. The closer I get to Christ, the closer I see my wretchedness and unworthy of his grace and mercy. If you don't see yourself as the chief sinner worthy of his wrath, then I would say you need to question yourself to see if you're in the faith. And as Peter, after he denied Christ three times, he came back and he came to Peter three times. He asked him, Peter, have you, do you love me? And Peter said, I love you. And what did did Christ Jesus say? Feed my sheep. For those that are truly believers, Stand on the word, preach the word. Don't sit there and nod and wink. And I made a post on this about Vadi Bakum. and it said, you know, when you know that, that people are heading towards hell, we don't just sit there and wink and nod, and it's going to be okay. No, we sit there and warn them. Your child getting ready to put a, a butter knife in that in that outlet, you're going to warn them. No, don't do that. It's going to kill you. It's going to mur- you're going to you could possibly die from that. And that's the thing is when we know Christ and we know. The weight of our sins is worthy of death. He shows us our sin. He shows us that we are we are definitely worthy of righteous judgment. The love that we go and tell others of his goodness. The good news. Warning people from what's heading their way. So once again, this is really tragic what happened with Kobe Bryant, his, his daughter, and the rest of the, the families. But let this be a warning. God gives many warnings. Let this be a warning. Don't let each day go by. Do not take it for granted. Each breath you take is a a new chance to sit there and turn to God for forgiveness. Let your heart be convicted. Be obedient to turn to him. Have a blessed one.